you done? You finished? Fuck out of here. Uh, yo. Listen, guys, I'm. Yeah, I guess I am a dream killer. Yeah. First things first. If you got some liquor, pour out some liquor, alcohol, whatever spirits for uh, Big Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon. They took him off life support today. Uh, they were just waiting for the family to all fly in to pay their last respects before they took him off life support. So, yes, uh, one half of the outsiders is gone. And, uh, you know, if, if you're like me, you grew up with the WCW Monday Nitro versus Monday Night Raw Wars. Uh, this hurts, man. This hurt, this fucking hurts. You know, so yeah. Uh, you know, rest in peace, Razor Ramon. Yeah, like, probably one of the most beloved heels, if that even makes sense. Like, he was like a cool, he was a cool bad guy. <laughs> like, he was such a cool bad guy that you didn't want him to be a good guy, right? You always wanted him to be a heel because he was so good at it. Jeez. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I heard somebody said they, they unlocked his character off of, uh, one of the one of the wrestling games. I was like, oh, timing is I don't believe in coincidences, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, William Ray, listen, you, you just like to be a contrarian. I ain't paying you no mind tonight, bruh. You like what you like. That's fine. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to everybody that's in, in that's in, you know, that's here. Uh, there's a re no i'm not saying not to watch it um miss me with that i'm not saying not to watch it i'm just saying never trust hollywood or never put your faith in hollywood because at, at the first four episodes everybody was singing its praises even my wife was like i like this show yeah okay <laughs> until <laughs> until you don't like this show <laughs> <laughs> wait my wife does not like black shows right i tell you she's a reincarnated white supremacist what so her daddy is white so let's you know she is she watches the, the grit channel the old westerns all the white men shoot up everybody and you know the black people are like yes sir yes sir and the indians are like how right and um <laughs> So even she was like, I like this show. She never likes black shows. So I know it's some shit in the mix when she likes a black show. All right. So yeah, it was cool. The first four episodes. And then I'm just like, if I know Hollywood, like how I know Hollywood, it's going to go left. And it went left with this. <laughs> the last two episodes just gone left and it's, and it's off the rails. It is off the rails. It doesn't matter what they do with the remaining episodes for the season to redeem it or pull it back. It's already off the rails for me. See, for me, once you go off the rails, you know, you can put it back on the track, but it's not the same. So, um, <laughs> let me do this first. Okay. Before I get into that, there's a couple topics I want to, I want to cover if, if y'all don't mind. Okay. First, let me pull the pop-out tag. Pop-out tag. Okay. Now, this could be a new wave 
a new narrative but this black wild banking thing it goes left once again oh wait i don't care but that's the clone cat i'm not gonna do that where is it at so yeah this this black by is banking by while black is is pretty much taking a life of its own Okay, here we go, here we go. Here we go, hold up, hold up. Hold up, I just wanna cover this one time, one time. Cause, you know, I like Curtis Schoon. If you follow Curtis Schoon on Twitter, but he's dragging the hell out of Ryan Coogler. And I'm just like, bruh, it's regardless of what transpired, however that man wants to take money out of his bank account is how he wants to take money out of his bank account. Once again, they're shaming, you know, melanated melanated men for doing what they want to do when it regards to their money so let me do this so here we go black uh bank calls cop for black man cashing the check from his boat sale this was reported today this morning okay so almond brewer was surrounded by arizona police after a credit union ma manager doubted the authentic at the authenticity of an account holder's check Authorities were called on a black Arizona man attempting to cash a check he received after selling a boat. The man, Almond Brewer, went to Pinal County Federal Credit Union in Apache Junction to cash at the $3,200 check only to be surrounded by police after a manager doubted its authenticity. Now, here's where the story goes completely left for me. Now, and I'll point out to where it is, okay? According to a local report, uh, the incident occurred, this occurred in October of 2021 when the credit man union, union manager called 911 while Brewer waited and told them the personal check was fake. The report notes that Brewer told the teller he had received the check after selling his boat to a woman on Facebook Marketplace and she looked kind of surprised. Okay, now that's him with the boat. According to the bank, the check had red flags like an old log of the credit union, as well as a routing and checking account number that didn't match the member's information. However, here's the issue I have with this story. However, after running the check through a third party verifier, its authenticity was deemed inconclusive. A fact the manager did not tell the police. Okay. When contacted by the credit union after the police had been called, the account holder verified she, si she signed the check, but police didn't learn about that until 10 minutes into their interaction with a stunned brewer. It was just, oh, you know, black guy, locks in his hair, tattoos, comes on a, came on a Harley, you know, brewer told 12 News, let's assume the worst. Why embarrass somebody like that? Uh, why, you know, make them feel less than a man? He later wondered. Uh, in a statement issued in January, Amy Marshall, president and CEO of the Pinal County Federal Credit Union, said that at no time did the staff feel threatened or feel Mr. Brewer was trying to rob the credit union. She noted that the police were already en route when the manager got the verbal check verification from its customer and maintained the staff apologized to both law enforcement officials who responded who responded and to brewer himself they had seen an uptick in fraudulent activity marshall wrote and their ultimate responsibility is to ensure safe and secure accounts she added that their team undergoes diversity training and inclusion training and said that 
they will be re reviewing the processes. Mr. Brewer, on behalf of Pinal County Federal Credit Union, she concluded, I would like to formally apologize for this confusing experience while visiting one of our branch locations. The situation is reminiscent of a recent now viral incident involving Black Panther, Ryan Coogler, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so once again, this new narrative of black men, black people being harassed, being denied services, trying to cash, check, uh, withdraw monies out of banks. This is the new, you know, fear mongering scare tactic, I suppose. Right. Cause now you have all this influx of stories coming out months later after the fact. Okay. So now that's, that was that. Boop. Oh no, don't do this. Oh, come on, don't do this again. God damn it. Oh, you really screen? Are you really going to do this to me? Okay, there we go. Better, better, better. All right, so let, let me get right into it. I'm not going to drag this out because you only came here to, to hear me rag on Bel Air, and I'm going to do that. Okay? So, let me do this. Let me get caught up in these comments. Let me get caught up in these comments. Okay. All right. Oh, wow. I'm really behind on the, on the comments. All right. Okay. Yeah. Scott Hall's, you know, he's, yeah, he was, he's a big dude. Six, five, six, six. I believe so. I remember back when he was uh, in, in was it NWA. He was, he he went by Big Scott Hall, and he used to. This is when the Von Erics were like the Von Erics, you know, Carrie and, and uh, the other that the, the whole family. Like he was called, yeah, he was called Big Scott Hall, and he was clearly an American. <laughs> he didn't have the black hair, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, matter of fact, I believe he was tag team champions with Kurt Henning a long time ago. When they were tag team partners so see see i gotta give me a piece of equipment so i can play with my voice but nick and we just had this conversation <laughs> i love your tea ah yeah 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 the person that bought it for me she's mad at me she you know what, what is life what is life what's life she's always mad at me for some uh okay if the original creators ain't on it or brains behind it it ain't going to be raw um will smith is involved with this benny medina all the original players are in on this so i'm not sure why everyone's acting all surprised right don't be hating on the white man fuck a western okay every western is the white man and the white woman's all just like oh right if the real Phil was alive, he wouldn't approve. I bet he was against it. The character's not the same and didn't watch it. I mean, I hear you, but his opinion wouldn't have fucking mattered. So, you know, I'm watching Dune again. Oh, yes. Yes. It's high re rewatchability. Yes. I like it so far. I only saw up to episode four. Then you haven't watched enough. You episodes five and six, you will be disappointed or you'll see with the bullshit coming in. Yep. It's just a matter of time, y'all. The only thing you just sitting back and you're going to, you're, you're asking yourself, okay, who's going to be the gay character? It was just, it was too good to be true. 
Who is going to be the gay character? Okay. And it, yeah, yeah, I fuck with Schoon, but Schoon is wrong with this uh, Ryan Coogler thing. Okay. Esoteric Bay, hey. Uh, yes, it was a pregnant black female that called the cops. The boat is giving is giving mean vibes. Okay. I'm asking for. I don't even like going into banks. Like I'm I'm okay with just doing my shit over the phone. <laughs> I don't even like, uh, the, uh, NWO. Come on, man. Listen, DX was cool, but listen, the greatest, I think arguably, I think pretty much everybody can agree the, the greatest, one of the greatest moments in, in wrestling history is the night that Hulk Hogan turned heel. Cause you already had the outsiders whooping ass. I mean, they were beating up everybody and everyone kept speculating. Who's the third man? Who's the third man? And uh, that night at SummerSlam, I believe it was Hogan and some somebody of what well, I think it, it might have been Macho Man. Don't get me wrong, but uh, the night that Hogan turned heel and was re re revealed to be the third man, and the NWO was established, one of the greatest moments, top three moments, wrestling history ever, ever. Like everybody remembers the night that Hogan turned heel, took the belt off, started whooping. <laughs> homeboy to ring and mean jeans like what what are you doing what the hell are you doing <laughs> and then hogan goes on his long ass rant <laughs> and they all raise their hands up together it was a beautiful moment best heel turn ever 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 oh no listen i'm telling y'all watch the series first four episodes is cool even like the first episodes i was like okay this is they doing too much and i'll explain why once again I, i'm not doing a deep dive i didn't take notes i'm just going off from what i remember so you guys that have watched it freshly will remember some things that i i'm going to miss okay so just bear with me uh, nope not the butler not the butler Girl, listen every anything with black anything it's got to be shoehorned in y'all should be used to this by now okay and i'm gonna get into all the characters we're gonna say i'm gonna say some things you may not like okay um yes listen i'm i'm going back on my my hogan rant that night he turned heel you had grown men crying you had and they were throwing trash into the ring you never seen anything like that before while mean gene trying to interview hogan they're literally throwing cups and towels and trash into the ring okay i've never seen so many white men and young boys crying that night okay you thought michael jackson was in the building these motherfuckers were crying <laughs> they were like hogan no <laughs> and then you could hear uh who's the now who's the announcer that night I think it might have been Paul Heyman. I forget who the announcers were. And they're like, the third man's been revealed. Hogan's the third man. You know what? Do I want to pull it up? Just for nostalgia purposes. I know I'm going to get hit. I'm going to get hit for it, but let me see. I'm going to get hit for it. Oh, it's six minutes long. Ooh. I'm going to get in for it.
I have to. I'll take the I'll take the copyright hit, but I just have to. Just for nostalgia purposes. Shut up. Wife is like, don't do it. I'm gonna do it. For nostalgia purposes. I just I, oh, I'm being a kid again, so just y'all just bear with me, okay? But the night this is the night Hogan turned heel. Okay? <laughs> All right, so that's your first clue. There's your first clue. <laughs> Whose side is he on? <laughs> what are you talking about? Whose side is he on? What are you talking about? Yes, sir. Get him, Hogan. Go get him, baby. <laughs> Come on and get some of this now. Move <laughs> it now, boys. <laughs> Hulk Hogan arrived. <laughs> Hulk, Hulk, Hulk. What is oh, he doing? Oh, my God. I want y'all to watch the white people's reaction in the crowd. Okay. <laughs> you can say wrestling is fake all you want. Those reactions in, in the crowd, that was real. Okay. What the hell is going on here? Hulk Hogan has betrayed WCW. <laughs> he is the third man. Look at this picture. Oh, my God. What the hell is going on? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Probably the lowest shot ever given to professional wrestling. That man did right there, Hulk Hogan. Let's get everybody out of the dressing room right now and kick his rear end. Unbelievable, brother. You just what have I been saying the all devil. these years? How? Huh? What have I been saying all these years? Oh, you human oh my God. <laughs> a career it's, of a lifetime. It's right down the drain, kid. I hope you love it. Can you, you just sold little... your soul to the devil. <laughs> You just sold yourself to the devil. Oh my goodness. Wait, I just want to get to his interview part. Because the crowd, it, it, they go nuts. They go nuts. I just want to hear him talk real quick. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Okay, here we go. Can't talk. Excuse me. Excuse me. What in the world are you thinking? Me, Gene, the first thing you need to do is to tell these people to shut up if you want to hear what I got to say. Look at, Look at these people's faces. Look at their little kids. I have been with you for so many years for you to join up with the likes of these two men absolutely makes me sick to my stomach. And I think that these people here and a lot of other people around the world have had just about enough of this man, this man, and you want to put yourself in this group? You've got to be kidding me. Well, the first thing you got to realize, brother, is this right here <laughs> is the future of wrestling. You can call this the new world order of wrestling, brother. These two men right here came from a great big organization up north, and everybody was wondering who the third man was. Well, who knows more about that organization than me, brother? I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> I just had to walk down memory lane.
these these people are upset and then they do like a pan shot of the crowd and these people are just losing their they're losing their marbles like i've never seen so many white folk upset like men and and, and children upset all right okay that's enough okay that's enough i'm good i'm good okay wait 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 boop Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You cam is acting real funky tonight. And I don't like it. Okay, there we go. All right. Okay. Rest in peace, Guy Hall. I look I, I couldn't help it. I, I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. So yo, uh <laughs> let me address the super chats early. Well, you guys ain't wasting no fucking time. Uh-huh. E-Noble. What do you think of Lil Wayne versus Eminem? Oh, that's easy. Wayne all day. Are we kidding? Like, seriously? Like, seriously? Like, that's Wayne. That's, that's, that's child's play. Are we kidding? That's, yeah, that's Wayne. What, what are we, what are we talking about? That's Wayne. Rebel Zoe, Rebel Zoe, where you at? You did, did you see the outfit he had on at the premiere? No, I did not. So let me just say this. So we all know how Will had to come through the game through Benny and Quincy. What makes y'all think Jabari didn't have to do anything or anything less similar? So I, you know, that kind of, the story kind of writes itself, you know? So, yeah. So let me get to these comments and then we're going to get in and then we're going to get in and I'm going to ruin, ruin Bel Air for you guys. Okay. Yeah, everyone thought his career was over. Yeah, greatest heel turn. Greatest heel turn ever, ever. He he gave his career another 10, 10 years just off that easily. <laughs> he had another 10-year run on his career. <laughs> Hogan became his true self, yes. Wait, and then the stable grew and then fucking Dennis Robin shows up. Oh, hilarious. Good times. Good times. Good times. Yeah, I think more people prefer Hollywood Hogan versus Hulk Hogan. I do. I do. He come out playing it, um, the Jimi Hendrix song. What, what song is it? I forget the name of the song. Voodoo Child, right? Better have this same energy when, he, when we lose Booker T. Lot better have the same energy when we lose Booker T. Booker T. Booker T. He's like, who's the fat guy? Who's the fat guy everybody hates? The fat black guy that coons all the time. Who who's the fat black guy 
that's always cooning, Damian Woodley. Booker T is like the wrestling version of Damian Woodley. Coon shit. I remember the, the shoot on Booker T. They asked him about the racism. Uh, I don't know. I never had racism. That, that Booker T. That Booker T. Coon T. Yeah, no. No. Well, Sly, will you make a video about Booker T if he passes? No. Booker T didn't. No. It's one of those characters I just didn't give a fuck about. Even when they were winning championships with Harlem Heat and, and him and Stevie Ray. I didn't give a fuck about Harlem Heat. You know why I, you know why I watched Harlem Heat? Because of the white woman, Crazy Sherry. <laughs> the white woman. <laughs> the white woman that was handling and managing two black bucks. Right? Outside of that, you didn't give a fuck about no Harlem Heat. What was her name? Sherry, right? Sinister Sherry or some shit? Yeah. Yeah. No. Won't be the same energy uh, with Booker T. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. In my, in my, you know, up north voice. No. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Uh, necessary bought it for me, so you have to ask her. This motherfucker's asking, will I have the same energy when Booker T. Man, the fuck? <laughs> Biggie from the New Day got his neck broken last day. Oh, shit. Could be over. See, yeah, he's done. He's done. Well, you know what? Edge came back. Edge broke his neck and he's back. So anything's possible. Anything's possible. Eric Bischoff said Scott Hall came up with the name. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Booker T will never be remembered for anything as great uh, as what Scott Hall. It's not even about race at this point, y'all. It's not even about race. Okay. Wait, y'all talking about this Eminem shit on the, on the, on pick the world with man, fuck the world. Niggas know Wayne all day, twice on Sunday. It's not even, it's not even, okay. Wayne is good. Y'all go ahead and get her old girl up out of here. Somebody got time today. I like Biggie. I like his energy. Leave Biggie alone. Why did Tom Brady come out of retirement? I would ask, uh, run the numbers. So run the numbers, run the numbers in between the day he announced his, his retirement versus the day he, he re-announced his unretirement and start playing with the numbers that way. Okay. Hi. I would say more, but I would say more, but <laughs> Biggie can't come out twerking. Ah, uh, yeah, you know what? And they were the, the the rainbow outfits and then the fruity, rainbow fruity cereal. Yeah, them niggas. I, I like his energy, though. I like his energy. That's all I'm saying. What? What the fuck ever? Something in my eye. Oh, can final form. Yes, Hollywood all day. Yeah, yeah, clearly. Best, best second career, third career run ever, 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 ever. 
Yeah, can you dig it, Suggy? Yeah, ain't nobody tripping on no goddamn Booker T. Nobody was tripping off no fucking Booker T. Booker T will not be, will not be fucking missed. I'm sorry. Booker T has become a company man and he's a running joke uh, amongst everybody. Like he won't even stand up for himself. So that's Booker T's legacy. Sorry. Coco beware. Five times, five times, five times. <laughs> and I like Booker. I, I, I think he's a phenomenal talent. The way he's he's been able to keep, you know, himself in, in good shape, even, you know, as a, as an announcer. But no, his his politics. He's a he's a he's a company man, you know. The spinnerooney is funny. It that spinnerooney is funny. Yeah, they're from Texas, Texas boys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does do a podcast. I haven't listened to it in a while, but Booker T was breakdancing for you niggas. That's so fucked up funny. Sister Sherry, that's her name. Yes. It was, <laughs> that's all we, listen, come on, y'all. Too hulking. It was, it was such a, what is it? It was like almost like some slave play role shit. Too hulking you know, man, Dinka Negroes and this, you know, this dainty, you know, brunette. I mean, you know, sultry looking brunette. Yeah. Come on. Man. That's some, that's some cuck fantasy shit that them niggas took part in. Fuck out of here. Oh, you know what? I, I take that back. You know what? You know what Booker T's going to be rem remembered for? Let me find it for y'all. I, I know what Booker T's going to be remembered for. Hold up. Hold up. I got, I got the perfect, perfect. Booker T will always be remembered for this. Hold up. I'll find it for you. Wait, wait, wait. Here's Booker T's shining moment. Since you, if you're a Booker T fan, this is what he'll be, he'll be rem remembered for. Nothing else. Nothing else. You ready? You, you already know. We won't, and after we take that Kruger and the child, we want the gold sucker. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. I should point out for the record. We coming for you, nigga. I'm sorry, Booker T. Who are you talking? Who, who are you? Who are you talking about? Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. But Booker T. Hulk Hogan. Uh, maybe I mis I misheard you. Maybe it's it's not you. It's me. Let me listen to that again. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. No, I clearly am mishearing you because I know you didn't call Hulk Hogan what I thought you called him. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. Yeah, that Booker T. That Booker T. That's what y'all talking about. Oh, okay. 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 Osama, <laughs> are you are the rumors about Quincy Jones initiation true, brother? It, here's what I've learned. Here's what I've learned. Wait, wait. Let me pull back this. Wait a minute. 
Here's what I, I've learned. This is why I no longer go around trying to tell people things. Listen, the majority of you people, and I mean you people respectfully, I, I just think y'all y'all like to keep your head in the sand about certain things and how things really work in this world when it comes to certain types of mediums. Um and you, you know you know what I'm saying? Like like I think y'all, I think you guys really just don't want to shatter your reality and, and by accepting what we've all told people, what all, what former artists have come and told you, former managers, former producers, God, I mean, the John Todd, if John Todd didn't teach you anything, I don't know what else to tell you. And I'm, I'm not you, Osama, but I'm just saying people in general that still ask these questions is like, you know what? This is just not for you. <laughs> It's okay. You don't have to believe or accept or acknowledge, um, you know what I'm saying? Certain uh, proclivities and things that, that people have to, even goofball doggy diamonds, those those C-listers come in and spill their guts about what they had to do and all this and that. So um, if you have to ask, that's my best response to that because I find the majority of people do not want their realities, don't want their comfort disturbed, okay? somehow people still believe you can be a billionaire a black billionaire and through hard work and dedication that's fine i'm not here to tell you any different if that's what you believe then it's not in my place to disturb your reality okay all right <laughs> all right so let me get up in these comments and then we're going to get into Bel Air. <laughs> Hold up, Osama. Did I, did, I, did I get all your super chats? I think I did. I think I did. Yeah, I did. Um, did you watch any indie wrestling promotions? Um, no. Well, I mean... NXT before it got big, AEW would before it got big. Now everyone's corporate and getting corporate money. I'm over it now. I'm over it. So I'm over it. But um <laughs> Yeah, y'all the Booker T's, y'all can miss me with that shit. Yeah. I, I yeah I remember that segment. Booker T is, is up there with Scott Hall just based on what he did. <laughs> um, disagree. Uh, okay, Club Fortune. I'm so behind on these comments, bro. So give me up to speed on whose talent pipeline the wrestling school. I'm assuming that's Booker T, right? See, and like I said, um, I, I, I listened to all the wrestling podcasts, Jericho, a couple of other guys, and, you know, the consensus, I mean, not just wrestlers, but the consensus is like Booker T is a company guy and he'll, he'll say anything, you know, to, to keep a check coming, you know, and that, that's his business. That's his business. Come on, let's be honest. Y'all didn't feel weird when y'all used to watch Harlem Heat come out with Sister Sherry. Nobody felt weird. 
even as a kid, y'all knew, like, huh, what is this? What This white woman and these two hulking black men, right? Nobody felt that. Even as a child, you understood this is off. I can't explain it. I can't express it. But it doesn't sit right with my spirit, my little baby child spirit, okay? Uh, Diamond Dallas Page. I like DDP. He was just in this series I was watching. It's called uh, Guardians of the Justice or some shit. Adi Shankor just did the... If you know Adi Shankor from uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, he's the Indian guy, director. He just did the Netflix series. Diamond Dallas Page was in that. Uh, it was pretty good. The guy who played um, Jason, the reboot, Derek Mears, he's in this series as well, too. I literally just finished this up earlier today. So... Um. <laughs> all right all right i'm almost caught up y'all just forgive me the only person i care about is andre the drunk his story was sad oh my gosh yo you know a, a, a story is sad when vince is crying because we're all watching the 30 for 30 andre the giant and then vince is tearing up i'm just like you know it's bad if vince is crying you know, Vince is bad. It's bad when Vince is crying. <laughs> but Sly says, yo, daddy, black. What you mean, you people? <laughs> ah, I call it what they is. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, hey, listen. I'm not here to disturb anybody's reality. That's not my job. That's not my job. You know, I'm not here to challenge people's perceptions of reality. That's not, I don't get off on that. I don't. <laughs> oh, it, it hurt me when I found out about Muhammad Ali and all this. Yo, that's what I'm saying. The Muslims, they don't talk about that shit. They don't, they don't, they say nothing about that. They, they always skirt over that issue, you know, but it is what it is. Okay. What's wrong with Bel Air? I'm going to tell you. What's wrong with it? All right. All right. Okay. Okay. I like AEW, but like I said, once the corporate money comes in, you know. Okay. All right. We're going to get into it. 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 Okay, thank you. You knew as a child, as a, even a teen, you saw this white woman walking down the aisle with these two bl big black men, something, it, it didn't sit right. Okay. Yeah, I remember that story, yeah. So you wanted to fight him. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Bel Air. Um, okay. It, this is the grounded version. Uh, the reality. It's a more grounded reality version of Bel Air. Fine. Okay. So let's. I'm going to list all the characters. And the issues with each and every one of these characters let's let's start with will 
Okay, we all know his backstory, but now in this series, he is so sheltered, right? He's all about, yo, Philly, Philly, Philly. And me and the wife are like, nobody's this close-minded, okay? This kid is too smart. Okay, he's in, he's on his way to be in academia because he gets good high, he gets high marks, okay? So a kid this smart, this intelligent, could not be this so loyal to the hood. It makes no sense, right? Um, now, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but to be him to be so, I can't leave Philly like Philly's my hood. I, I rep Philly, Philly, Philly. And everywhere he goes, it's like he's Creed, okay? Everywhere he go, he's, he's fucking Creed. He's a high school kid. He's Creed, right? So everyone knows, oh, it's Will, it's Will, it's Will, Will. And then there's this mantra that his mother instilled in him about his crown when, when his crown is ready or when he's ready to wear his crown it'll 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 appear that's why you see the crown and the logo of bel-air if, if anybody caught that so she will always give this 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 mantra about when you're ready to when you're ready, ready for your crown it, it it'll appear okay so he's you know he got all the sling down the terminology everybody's a bull everybody's young bull 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 I'm bull, that bull, bull, bull. And I'm just like, God damn, okay, whatever. Dirt bikes and shit, it's Philly. Philly cheese, steak, Philly, all right? Freeway Philly. When the cops come around, okay, Philly, we get it. But for this kid to be so smart and to be so this, this, this sheltered and locked in into this radius of this city, right? It was a, it was a, it was a problem for me, right? Because, I mean, he's like Philly do or die um he's being recruited by recruiters he wants to stay close to philly you know what i'm saying like he wants to put philly on his on his back and carry them shits like black rock carried bad boy you know what i'm saying i'm just like this is not realistic this kid's from fucking high school but okay fine i'll give you that i'll give you that i'll give you that so then um the whole situation where he where he had to leave now, this is the, the biggest plot hole in this entire series, okay? His former friend, they all play basketball together, right? And you know how it is when you all grow up together playing basketball on teams, some kind of fall by the wayside, okay? So it's just him and Trey. There was a third guy. I forget his name. And so he's a drug dealer now. He's a dope boy. So they, cut, they cross paths and... You know, he's like, yo, you know, if I was still on the team, I'd be the man. And Will's like, no, nigga, I'm the man. So, you know, Will talks his smack, whatever. He's like, yo, come to this park, right? This is like the version of the episode in the cop and the comedic version where they're like, when Carlton and Will went to MacArthur Park. Okay, but okay. So Trey and and uh, Will go to the park to, to meet the the play the b-ball, the the weight, the, the wages are. So the drug dealer, what's his name, Rashad? Shaw Denton, right? Right? The big bull, right? He's like, yo, if you beat me, I'll give you two racks. But if you lose to me, you got to come work for me. So the, the script writers make Will take this bet. So you have a high school phenom who's on his way to college but he's so entrenched into the hood that he's willing to risk his life, limb, legacy, scholarships to 
prove a point to a former friend that he's still the better basketball player. And not only that, he agreed to a wager with a known drug dealer, a gangster, that if he loses, he will have to work, work packs for this guy. And the flip side is if he wins, he gets two racks. Okay, fine. The game is hotly contested, but it's clear that Will is the better player. Will wins the game. So then the, the former best friend, the opponent gets mad, throws the basketball, and it hits the gangster in the face. So the gangster's like, yo, who threw that? Who threw that? Of course, the nigga that threw it ain't gonna say shit. So here comes dumbass Will. It don't matter who threw it. Pay us our money. Ah, see? But before then, but before then, before they, before they go to the park, Trey's like, yo, I'm, I'm bringing heat. Cause nigga, you know, these is niggas we dealing with. We got it. We can't come. We can't go there unarmed. So nigga, I got this. I got the pistol on us in case some shit go down. Cut back to Rashad. Like who hit me in the face with the ball? Here comes Will. Like that. Fuck all that nigga. Just pay us, pay me my money. So then he's like, well, nigga. I'm going to take my frustrations out on your ass. So a fight ensues. Trey's getting beat the fuck up like Jim Jones did at that concert years ago. Oh, no, no, I take that back. It was who's getting beat up and Jim Jones ran. Right? You know what I'm saying? He was getting beat up like one of them dip, dip set niggas. <laughs> and Will actually runs off and then looks back and Trey's getting his ass whooped. So Will pulls out the, the piece out the, out, the, uh, out the backpack and fires a shot or some shit and did. Rashad's like, yo, you better kill me. You better shoot me. Better kill me, bull. Bull, you better kill the bull. Bull, he didn't kill the bull. So the cops show up. Everybody goes to jail. Will gets popped for the gun. Okay. Um, before I get into, let me get this this super chat right here. My man, my let me see who's this. The name is Hey, my man, my man. He says, uh, wasn't wouldn't a drug dealer make more money betting on games, having Will throw games and point shave instead of selling drugs? Sir, you watch too much above the rim. <laughs> you watch too much above the rim. No, no, that, that, that makes sense. So, Will's in county. Sell across from the, the, from the, uh, the, the Rashad, the, 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 the gangster, right? So, Will's crying because he's never been in jail. He's in trouble. He's crying. And he's like, yo, them tears ain't going to save you, bull. Them tears ain't going to save you, bull. Somehow, Will gets let out of jail. So then the gangster thinks he snitched. Once again, the biggest plot hole in this entire series. It's and then the mother takes picks Willa from the, from the, uh, the, the police station, takes him straight to the airport. She's like, you got to get the fuck out of here. We got to get you out of here. Uncle Phil paid, made some moves. We got to get you on the flight. The first thing about here. So he's out there getting adjusted back in Philly. Trey's like, yo, man, they think you snitch. Now, first of all, First of all, if they pull strings to get the boy out, there's nobody to snitch on. The gangster, the gangster bull Rashad knows he's been in enough shit situations to know if a motherfucker snitch, you got paperwork to prove it. So there's this whole narrative that Will snitched on the gangster to get out, which makes no sense. Stupid plot hole. That is lazy writing. I'm nitpicking, but it's very lazy writing. Moving forward, Trey gets shots, 
because uh, uh, Rashad's looking for him, blah, 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 blah. Okay, this is basically Will. And then Trey is the friend that you have to eventually get rid of because this nigga will take you down with him. He's like, you can't leave, you can't leave. There's this whole back and forth. They get into argument and whatever. That's further down in, in, in episodes, whatever. Um, so he's in, he's in Bel Air, whatever, making adjustments. Carlton, let me get to Carlton real quick. Let me do Carlton first. Okay. Now, for those that are on Twitter, such as myself, Twitter can be your best friend. Twitter is my good Twitter. Twitter is a very good friend of mine. Okay. RIP to Tumblr, but Twitter is a very good friend of mine. I'm very me and Twitter. What would you say? Who? Why? Yeah, man. Tumblr was man. Listen, I missed the fuck out of Tumblr. But anywho, let's get to Carlton. The casting director, I believe, purposely cast this young man to elicit a very strong and negative reaction of a Carlton, which is smart, right? In the comedic version, it's it's hard to not like Carlton. Matter of fact, I, I, I surmise that Carlton is the better person than Will, okay? Let's be honest. I, I believe, Carl but okay. So the casting of Carlton is a smart move by the casting director, whoever casted this young man. But here's the problem. He's African. Your first initial. Now I'm not trying to get, I'm not trying to get back on the FBA to versus the world uh, narr narrative. But Carl, you you inst you instinctively look at him as like he's an African. Ugh. When you first look at Carlton, okay, I'm not capping, man or woman. When you first watch this series and you look at Carlton, you're like, ugh, ugh, right. You're like, oh, oh, you're African. Oh, they cast another African? They get my Drewski on. Okay? That's smart. Because you're already not liking the character before he even gets started. And then he's got this big ass fucking head. You think my hairline is bad. His shit is so, his head is so oblong. And then his hairline, it's a natural hairline, but it's so, his shit makes me and Stephen A shit. It's like, okay, I don't feel too bad when I look at Carlton, dead ass. And he's a young guy, he's a good actor, but yo, on Twitter, I've never seen, it's not even about being dark skin. They dragged this man so bad on Twitter. Do you understand? Like, I've never seen somebody be called ugly so many times and so often like this. <laughs> <laughs> you're like ugh this is not a good looking dude no homo but ugh like and then as he does what he does you you grow to dislike him even more you begin to hate this character I feel for this young man because this young man for the next no matter how long this series lasts if this series gets a 3-4 year run 
for the next 10 years, he's going to forever be known as Carlton, the ugly Carlton. That's, they call this nigga the ugly Carlton. This nigga had his own hashtag, ugly Carlton. Do you understand me? This nigga had his own hashtag, ugly Carlton. This man, <laughs> you know how some characters play the characters so well, you just lock, you just typecast them. And if you, if you met them in, in person, I fucking hate you, dude. What you did in this episode? And, and he's like, wait a minute, I'm just an actor. Okay. It, Hashtag ugly Carlton. I shit you not. Okay. And then he has a drug problem. This motherfucker snorts Xanax. Not pill pop. He snorts Xanax. So he already, and then he has these identity issues, right? So he, he's a Booker T. He, he's a Booker T. He, um, finds this, he finds his place in, white society he's comfortable there he plays lacrosse and his best friend is is white the little preppy white kid whatever the case may be um so everything you want to hate about carlton you will you will hate this character um like i said no diss to the to the actor but y'all i'm telling y'all right now first thing you say is uh this isn't and he makes these facial expressions and he has this this high whiny voice and he's like five foot three so you have all this perfect culmination this perfect storm to hate a character i hate this character i dis i thoroughly dislike carlton and it get like i said and i get too wrapped up in this shit because i'm like this is an ugly ass dude not only is this dude ugly i hate this character you know what i'm saying so <laughs> that's carlton that's Carlton. And there's some stereotypes. I'm going to break down the stereotypes. And once again, I did not take notes. This is all freestyle from what I can remember. Okay. I, I will say this. The the good thing about this show, they're, they're all dark complected, except Ashley. So this is a, the entire family is dark complected. I like that. I'm happy with that. Okay. So you got a cast of dark complected people outside of Ashley. Okay. All right. All right. So we got Carlton. Who, who do I want to do next? <laughs> Trey was nah. Okay. We got jazz is like, I, I don't even know what, what I, I guess for me, jazz does not have enough of a character arc, but he's, you know, your, your typical fly West Coast guy that knows somebody that knows somebody, whatever the case may be. I'm not, I'm disinterested in jazz. It's not the same, right? He's who he, who Will meets first out, you know, drives him to that, to the mansion. So the jazz you think you, you remember from the, the, the comedy is not the jazz in this, in this grounded reality. So I'm already like, I don't even look, I'm not even looking for jazz. Cause like I said, he doesn't have a character arc that I care about. Nor does he have enough character development for me to even get into. Okay. All right. Let's do Hillary. Hillary's a little chocolate thing. Hillary's tall, long legged. She gives me, um, who was the girl from belly? The dark skin. She gives me th those vibes. She has a scar on her cheek. It's a real scar, right? She is a, either she's a Disney or a Nickelodeon, uh, kid. 
she comes from one of those two one of those two um pipelines i forget it's, it's either disney or nickelodeon but she's a, a child star she put out some records a few years back and you know did some did some decent numbers she's so she's formally a singer as opposed to her her being an actress but anywho hillary is is self-motivated she's driven you know she wants to she's a social media influencer so once again the trope the trope is okay um you're you're a young successful black woman and your shtick is is cooking on social media that can go both ways all right so she's always streaming somewhere some something something and she can she's a, a, a pretty good cook all right so then she tries to get into she wants to get into social media houses so there's these houses where all these social media influencers live together and they just post 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 it's what is these two niggas that like to play practical jokes at a dinner one of the niggas gets butt ass naked i'm just like come the fuck on so you already see where this is going and then um the main issue hillary has um, because the guy that runs this shit, the white dude is like, look, I need you guys to post every 24 hours. He's all about analytics. He's an analytics, analytics, heavy driven person. All, he's all about analytics, whatever. So what ends up happening with Hillary? Because she's so like, I want to be known for me and my skill set. She rejects her mother's helps. All of her mother's sorority friends. She rejects all their help because she wants to do it on her own. Cool. Fine. So the, what comes out with Hillary as currently as in the current episode, whatever the case may be. So, um, she's cooking for her mother's shindig right and then the kylo the the, the head owner is like yo you got three hours to post you got two hours to post if you don't post you're gonna lose three three percent of the algorithm so he's all about algorithm algorithm numbers and, and engagements all this youtube shit that we analytics that we we're into so then she records herself in the lingerie cooking she's like i'm gonna do this this flambe broiled some shit and she cooks something while basically in a pink lingerie, right? So now as her being the daughter of, of an attorney, I don't understand why she didn't read the terms and conditions of her contract with the social media influencer house, the host, right? Because all content is property of the, his company, the social media company, right? Because it took the, 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 the white, Check the dike to tell her, yo, don't you know everything you post in here? It, it belongs to him as the daughter of an attorney. She should have known that discovered that had her dad look at the contract. Hey, daddy here. Look, read this for me. What does it tell? What is, what does it say? Right? Whatever. So then Kylo gets the footage. She never released the footage. She never, you know, but it belongs to him. He does the cut edits. It turns into some sexy cooking. There's like miracle whip, no whipped cream, and she's licking it off all sexy and shit. And there's these crop shots of her breast and these slow pan out shots and the slow motion shots. And it's more about this. And she's just oozing sex while she's cooking really sexily. So she's pissed. She's like, oh my God, no, no, I didn't want to be known like this. No, 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 no. So she finally tracks. She takes Jazz to go with her because she's pissed. She wants backup. Her and Jazz have been feeling each other, whatever. She helps Jazz get on social media, on, on IG because he runs a record store. Okay. She takes Jazz and says, Jazz, I need, I need some backup. Come with me to, so we can go cuss this evil white man out. He's like, cool. She gets there. He's like, hey, Hillary, I'm sorry. It wasn't my part of the 
edits. I wasn't trying to do that, you know, but hey, your algorithm up, you're up 6%. So then this black couple was like, hey girl, I saw you cooking, you're thirsty. It's called thirsty cooking or some shit. I saw you thirsty cooking, girl, I love that shit. We need more shit like that. Black woman, big black woman with her guy. It's like, yeah, yeah, we need more thirsty, thirsty cooking. And then the white dude was like, see, they like it. And Jazz is like, nah, man, fuck that. Delete the footage. <laughs> Jazz is a writer. He's like, dog, delete the footage. Now, he's a little short dude, too. He's like my height. Because, you know, clearly Hillary's, she's 5'10", 5'11", in real life. Right? The character that plays her. And this Jazz dude is clearly 5'4", five, 5'5". Five, five. So he's like, yeah, man, delete the footage. And he's like, well, I will. But Hillary, you know, this is analytics and you know it's not it's not gonna be an everyday thing so what does hillary do she says well jazz you know it doesn't seem like it's so bad so bitch you mean to tell me all this time you wanted to get it on your on your own and not be typecast and stereotyped and objectified and sexualized and then now you, you change your mind okay so she did all that to, to say, you know what? I'm going to see. We're going to ride this out. Jazz is pissed. He's like, I'm ready to go. Right? Okay, so that's Hillary. Okay, we're going to get to Ashley. Ashley's like two minutes. Ashley's 12 years old. She likes girls. <sighs> Ashley is 12 years old. She likes girls. There's a little, there's a little Mexican girl named Luisa. She, she, she's asking Hillary, Hillary, I, I like somebody. Hillary's like, oh my God, your first crush. Oh my God, who is it? Well, I don't know. I don't know if they like me, but you know, so at the, at the house shindig party of some sorts, right? She, uh, <laughs> it comes to find out, this is a play off the, off the comedic version when the, when, when of Ashley's little white girlfriends was in love with Will. So the, the, the girl that Ashley likes is in love with Will, right? She's like, Hey, I, I like, I have spy I like. And she's like, oh, yeah, you do, too. I like somebody, too. She's like, who is it? Oh, my God, it's your cousin, Will. I love him. He has so much swag. I love Will. And Ashley's like, damn. So Ashley's 12 years old, likes little girls. That's part of the fuck shit. So that's fuck shit number one. Well, actually, number two. Will is like fuck shit number one. And then Carlton would be number three. Wait, 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 wait. Hillary would be number four. So that's four examples of effery. Okay. I ain't get to the parents yet. And I ain't get to Jeffrey yet. Is anybody out of the missing? That's important. Um, no. So we got Ashley, Hillary, Jazz, Trey, Carlton, Will. So who should I do next? First things first. First things first. Let me get up in these comments. My bad. Rebels, I'm sorry, bro. I'm just, just bear with me, y'all. The bully is easy. The block captain battle rapper. Okay. It's a huge plot hole. I'm, I'm not going to say it's trash. I'm not going to say it's trash. Uh, Trent Battle, what do you say, sir? You say, thanks for keeping me from wasting my time. Slide makes no sense to take the original show to this. 
hear me out. I'm not saying to not watch it. I'm just saying this is my takeaway from it because I too, just like everybody else had high hopes. I thought for a fleeting moment, they were not going to insert some nonsense and I should have known better because it's Hollywood y'all. So I'm not saying not to watch it. Is it a good series? Yes. Is it a great series? No, it's too early to tell. It, it, it sits at 56% at Rotten Tomatoes. So if you're into analytics and, and cinema score and all that good stuff, it currently sits at 56% on Rotten Tomatoes. People forget the first two weeks, they were trashing this show. It was They were trashing it badly. Okay? All right? Once again, I'm not telling anybody to not watch this. I'm just saying this is what to look out for. Okay. I'm not here to tell you to do anything. I would tell you, you know, if you want to see dark complected people in a mostly mainly positive light, then yes, this is the show for you. Okay. It's something to it. It would help break up the, the, the dichotomy of whitewash TV shows. If you, if you're tired of watching drug dealers like Tommy and, 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 and snowfall, then this is a nice deviation from that. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I'm just want to get to the comments about Carlton. <laughs> no, this version of Carlton is a piece of crap. And then th there's this love triangle between him, Lisa and, uh, Will's will. Right. And then Lisa is the daughter of a police chief that wants to run against uncle Phil for DA. That's a whole situation right there. Um, I don't really care for Lisa like that. Okay. You know what? I'll do Lisa first. Then I'll get into Jeffrey. Okay. But let me do this first. Most of the cast is not FBA. Correct. That is correct. That is correct. Carlton is the worst. Joel Damn it. Oh Lord have mercy. I'm so sorry. My mom had that ugly uh, reaction. I'm telling you, man, like he's not easy on the eyes. Amber, thank you for the cash. <laughs> All right. This is Nigerian Fresh Print, man. Listen. <sighs> yes, Joloff Carlton. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the guy that plays Jeffrey is a Brit, I believe. But I'll get to, I'll get to what's wrong with Jeffrey, too. I'll get into the stereotypes. Okay. Don't worry, guys. I'm going to walk it down. Just give me, just give me, give me a moment. Uh, Whatever I think about New Jack from ECW. I like New Jack. He's going to do well. He should do well. Looks like an everyday black geek. No, the fuck he doesn't. Listen, I don't know what your, your scope of vision is. Because clearly it's not 2020 for you to say, for you to say, didn't know he was African. He looks like your everyday black geek. No, the fuck he doesn't. He's clearly African, bro. I don't know what you. I actually like this spinoff. Okay, that's good, good, good. I mean, you'll find something to like about it. <laughs> oh, you guys are brutal tonight. Uh, that's why I thought to myself about Carlton spot on. Hey, I'm, we're not crazy. 
but we're not crazy. They got a victim of a deep bullpen, Carlton. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All right. Okay. <laughs> Tether called. All right. Um, just bear with me. I, I want everybody's comments to be highlighted because when I go back to watch, I just like to laugh and, and look at the replays myself just for the comments. Just for the comments, because y'all be cutting up in the chat and I can't see because I'm too focused on what's going on in front of me. Okay. Don't let Tariq. She realized my new Carlton. Uh, um, okay. So we're going to get into Lisa real quick and then we'll get into Jeffrey. Why are they even doing this show? Because we're going to watch it, bro. What the hell did they do to Fresh Prince? Like I said, you, you, it's up to you to find something to like about the show. I'm not telling you to not watch it. I got coworkers that do that. At, yeah, so even with Carlton, man. So the the one dust up when uh, when uh, when Will first got there is the locker room scene. They're playing hot nigga, right? Oh my god, they're playing. So Carlton and the white boys are all dancing the hot nigga after uh, a lacrosse practice. Will walks in and is you know the white boys like hot nigga and he, he, he listen. You know how motherfuckers be acting, right? But they don't be acting. Yeah, remember in the movie Crash, Sandra Bullock before. Okay, before that. Remember the picture of Sandra Bullock next to Jesse James and he had the Hitler outfit and he's thrown, he's thrown to Sig Heil and you were like, damn bitch. Like, are you really like this? Like, you know what I'm saying? So we started looking at Sandra Bullock a little crazy. So when the movie crash came out, right? Of course she's in character and she's complaining about the locks being changed. Cause she didn't want the Mexican to get the keys or some shit. And I was like, Ooh, bitch, I felt that. I don't think that's acting. Right? Who else is? Who else says the word nigga? Like, who? Who? Who's the, the white dude that I like so much? The crazy white dude, Sheriff of Red Rock. Chris, Chris, man. But what was it? What's the real name though? Walter Coolidge or some shit, right? So, one of my favorite white actors, I think his name is Walter Coolidge, right? He was in uh, the he was in the Shield. He was in um, Django. He was in uh, uh, Justified. Justified. He was in um, Hateful Eight, right? I'm Sheriff of Red Rock. I love this white dude. I fucks with his acting, right? Right? I fuck, but when he be saying nigga, I just be like, motherfucker, you ain't acting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, th I, I cross my arms like, you ain't, you ain't acting. I think you mean that shit, right? Walter Goggins, that, yes, Walter Goggins. When some of these white actors say the word, the N-word, I just be like, you know what? Nah, bro, you ain't acting. I, I'm looking at you with the squinty eye. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so going back to the locker room, you know, they're like, hot nigga, hot nigga. Will's like, yo, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? You, you can't be saying that. Don't none of y'all say that around me. Like he tells the whole locker room, no, none of y'all said that around me. So Carlton checks him in front of his boys and like, yo, what are you doing, man? It's my people's man. It's just a word or whatever, whatever. So then Carlton later on makes a good point to Will. He's like, look, why is it the word matters? Because Will called Carlton a nigga, right? During, there's he, the back and forth exchange. So he says, oh, so it only matters when when you call me a nigger, but when they call us niggers, it doesn't. It, 
he had a point right it's the whole inward thing so some people get mad when you hear asians call themselves that and mexicans call themselves that white dudes call themselves that uh whoever and it's like wait a minute we kind of made it cool we made this word cool because if we refer to ourselves as, as such it's just a matter of time before everyone else is like oh it's cool right and then you get those pocket of people that say yeah you can say it around me it's cool you my nigga you know then listen you can't pull that shit with them small hats even they don't refer to themselves like that in derogatory terms not in front of you you understand all right, so I'm getting I'm getting off track. I'm getting off track. Let me get a couple of these comments. Bella sounds like see no, it's nothing like I once again, y'all what y'all hearing, what you've heard about the show, go watch the show. The best thing you could do for yourself and your inquisitive nature is to go watch the show. Don't go off what you've heard. Right? The reviews, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 suspect. It's speculative, right? But if you want to watch a black show with an intact black family, an intact wealthy black family, go watch the show. Is it perfect? No. Do they always put agendas in it? Yes. But I'm not, am I going to let that ruin my overall viewing experience? No. I take what applies to me and I leave the rest alone. I'm just giving y'all what stuck out to me. Okay. I'm not doing this to, to, to dissuade anybody from watching this show. It's a good show. Good, not great. Okay. Yeah, Bella Carlton is what Carlton would be in reality. Yes, exactly, exactly. Okay, I'm not gonna watch it. Okay, all right. I mean, that's cool. That's cool. Let me get to Lisa because there's no way I'm gonna get caught up in these comments. See, that's what I'm saying. Jazz is in it. <laughs> Jazz look like Jason Weaver. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Does uh, no. Does doesn't. There's no throwing out the window. None of that. None, none of that. Uh, but Hillary does live in it, and she do, was living in the pool house or the guest house. Okay. Terrell Hicks, that's her name. Yeah, she came through Disney. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Thank y'all for the correction. Um. Yeah, she came through Disney. So okay. Coco Jones, that's her name. That's right. She was in a Bronx tale. Cologelo. That was his name. Cologelo. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey. Yeah. Well, well, Jeffrey is a stereotype too, in, in a certain, a certain respect. So hold up, hold up. Man, you guys are deep in this motherfucker tonight. Fuck it. I'll catch up the comments later. Okay. So Lisa, Lisa is the son of a, of the current uh, chief or the chief of police, LA chief of police. Okay. Now it was exposed in episode, was that five or six? You ain't, you ain't paying attention. So there's this shindig. So Lisa's mom, before she died, and Aunt Viv were really tight. Really, 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 really tight. So Lisa's like an extended family member uh to 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 the banks and there's one point where even viv and uh phil were like hey um will we see you and lisa cool but lisa's like family to us don't fuck this up she's like family to us okay her and carlton have broke up plus that that whole love triangle thing right so there's this shindig 
that um, they throw in honor of Lisa's mother. She died from cancer. But her, her, her stepmom, her new stepmom, her daddy's new wife, the police chief, she's white. She's white. And she's pregnant. She's white. And she's pregnant. Okay. <laughs> so Lisa is feeling a certain way. So then everyone's trying to mix and mingle. The white woman, the, the pregnant white wife of the police chief is trying to, you know, be cool, be down with everybody. And Viv is already upset because Lisa's upset. All right. And she's already pregnant. And then the mama died literally a year ago. So there's this discussion. It's, uh, it's, it's Lisa, the white woman, Viv. So the whole time in this episode, um, feels like Viv, babe, you, you, I need you to be more tactful because in the poll ratings they, you know, they had the poll results and then they had the Q ratings about how they feel about the candidate and his, and their significant other. So her, her Q rating is not as high as it needs to be because they feel that she's a, a, a bit combative, right? She's not very tactful. She's always saying what she says. She wears her heart on the sleeve. She, she's says some things that maybe she, she she shouldn't and that's another dynamic between her and hillary um the mother wants hillary to do well hillary's like let me just give me a compliment that give me a compliment one time just say one time i did good right because because viv was always like well honey you should have done this you should have done that i mean that's great and all and and, and hillary's like man just all i want is a compliment all i want is a, you, you did a good job okay so before the party phil and vivian's like okay look i'm a, i'm gonna I'm going to speak when spoken to. I'm not going to say anything. To, you know, I'm going to shut up. Right. So the whole time Viv's her patience is being tested by this white woman, this pregnant white woman to the police chief whose daughter is her dead friend's best friend. And it's a, it's a, it's a party for in her memory. They do this every year. So it's revealed the white woman's talking like, Oh my God. Yeah. I love him so much. And he's so cool. And then we met down at a golf tournament. And we were at a golf tournament or some shit. And they all was like, wait a minute, 2018? Mom died 2019. So the whole time the mom was dying, he was fucking around with the white woman. So the white woman got pregnant like right after the mama died. And it all came to a head and Viv was like, fuck all this. Blah, 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 blah. Viv goes off. Lisa goes off. Phil comes in. So obviously uh, there's obvious tension between Phil and the police chief because during on the campaign run, um, they convinced uncle Phil, like, look, you, you, you're too out of touch with the people. We need you to become a little bit more grounded. This the fund the police thing is a serious thing. You know, police brutality, blah, 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 blah. So it feels like, okay. Yeah. So during the one, one, one interview or one debate, whatever, he's like, yeah, defund the police It's critical. It's crucial. Of course, all the poor black people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. His numbers go up, but then it pisses off the police chief and the DA. So the police chief and the DA call Phil to the side during a concert, right before they go to a concert, right? He's like, look, this defund the police thing is, you know, that's not what we signed up for. Like you're, you know, whatever the case may be. And Phil's like, well, I say what I said, you know, because there's one episode when Phil is trying to garner support from a reverend. He goes back to his old, he's, he's Alpha Phi Alpha. So he goes back once again, Alpha Phi Alpha turns out more attorneys than any fraternity. 
So Alpha Phi Alphas are known for attorneys. Okay, so he goes back to Alpha Phi Alpha. His his old uh, uh, name is Yamakra, right? Because that's where he's from. And he was like, Yo, Yamakra, 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 and he you know reconnects with the brothers and he does it. He does his line stepping and shit and. So he gets an endorsement for the, the black preacher. Man, I'm going all, I'm kind of all over the place. So just bear with me. So Lisa, son of the, of the black police chief, the black police chief now decides he wants to run against Uncle Phil for DA. Okay. Whose stepmama is a pregnant white woman whose mama died a year prior. Okay. So Lisa appears to have her head on straight considering all the things she's going through. Her and Will are, 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 are bonding uh, they're trying to find a way to break it to carlton very nicely that hey because carlton was was carlton found out through trey him being drunk the real reason that will is out there the fight the gun all this extra shit the nigga looking for him whatever the kid was shot okay so trey tells carlton this and then carlton uses over this over over will says like yeah I'm a, if I, i'm a snitch if you don't if you don't leave lisa alone but in the same instance, Uncle Phil made Carlton promise not to tell anybody. So who is Carlton going to snitch to? Second plot hole. Plot hole number two. All right. Now we're off lease. Let's get to Jeffrey. Okay. Now everybody's all, oh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey's, Jeffrey's dope. Je yes, Jeffrey is cool. But once again, what's the, what's the real problem with Jeffrey? Okay, Jamaicans somehow have been typecast as murderous murderers. Okay, I don't know what Jamaican movie that you ain't find on Jamaicans they ain't murdering somebody. Okay, so here is the spiel with Jeffrey. Jeffrey came from Kingston, went to uh, uh, went to Britain, made his way to uh, Bel Air to work for. Philip, he's almost like an Alfred to Philip's Batman per se, right? Uh, Jeffrey is very cultured, well-spoken, very articulate. Um, he's a man's man, right? But Jeffrey is a killer. Okay. If Uncle Banks, uh, if Uncle Phil needs somebody murked, Jeffrey is, is, is the trigger man. Good or bad, but once again, you're typecasting another Jamaican as a killer, as a murderer. You know what I'm saying? He's like I said, he's educated. He's all these, all these pluses, right? He's the house manager. That's his official title. He's the house manager. He manages the daily affairs of, of Phil during his campaign. He's Phil's confidant, right? He, he, he explained to, to Phil, Hey, you need to, if you want to reach Will, you need to come down to his level. Right? So he's like, he's the Renaissance man that kind of, is the glue that keeps the family together same way Jeffrey was in the, in the uh, comedy version. Right. But this is a more serious, more grounded. So when Rashad found out where will lived because will went viral because he's on the basketball team and he, he, he won he hit a game winning shot. He goes viral. Rashad's like, Oh, yo, I found a young bull. I found you. I found you. Now, mind you, Rashad still believes will snitch when there's no paperwork to say he did. The motherfucker got out of jail and it was gone cross country. There's no snitching in, in, involved. You know what I'm saying? So Jeffrey has surveillance. He finds out that Rashad knows where Will lives. He let he lets he lets Phil know, hey, 
you know, Rashad Denton, I got it. I, I, I got it taken care of. Cool. Come to find out Rashad was murdered in a strip club in Philly. Okay. All right. Now you take that, take that what you want. If, if, it, if it's a good thing that he's a, a he's a well-articulated killer, murderer, Jamaican, fine. Fine. That's the only knock. The le- only legitimate knock against Jeffrey that, you know, he's a trigger man. Or he has people that pull the trigger for him at the behest of, of, of Uncle Phil. Okay? Maybe as it should be. Right? Okay? Um, that's Jeffrey. Now... What I'm going to do, I'm going to flip a coin between Viv and Uncle Phil. And once again, um, at the end of the day, um, everybody's against the black man. I'm just going to say that before I even get into Phil, before I even decipher Phil, mind you, this is like, we're only, we're like halfway through the season. Before I even get to Uncle Phil, I'm telling you right now, this, this attorney that has provided for his family still does not get respect from his wife at the end of the day. And when I do their breakdowns, I'm going to explain to you why that is so. But before, first, let me get a call from these comments. Yes, Ashley likes little girls. That's how far behind I'm on these comments. Everybody's like, oh my God, Ashley, Ashley. You know? (laughs) Rosegood, I see you. I see you, sis. (laughs) No pink taco. God, Jesus Lord. All right. I'm just scrolling through comments. I'm just scrolling through comments. Jeffrey using Uncle Phil to watch Dirty Money. Yeah, that too, because he's a millionaire and everyone's quiet. I'm going to get to Uncle Phil. Just, just, just bear with me, y'all. Just bear with me. All right. Hmm. I need to get back to the yellow jackets. Yeah, that's that's uh that's a great show. Yeah, people sleeping on yellow yellow jackets. Okay. Let me call it. Oh, hold up. I'm a hold up. I'm gonna open it up in a minute. So let me so let me do what I let me do my thing thing real quick. I just I don't like this Carlton. He is mean and ugly. <laughs> There it is there. There it is there. Um, I might end up watching with my daughter because she, yo, like I said, the Jabari kid, he's a dead ringer for Will. Like he's like, he, his mannerisms, he can cry on cue. He's a good actor in this series. So they, they casted Jabari perfectly. He's a perfect Will Smith for this, you know? Um... Yeah, you got to keep in mind, like, yeah, these are still, these are still 15, 16 year olds. Yeah. Something is wrong with Carlton Set C. I'm not going to go there with you, Justani. I'm not going to go there with you. I'm not going there with y'all. Y'all going to hell. Okay. All y'all going to hell. Not Jamaican, Nigerian. No, he, he said in his backstory briefly that. He's from Kingston. He went to Britain and he moved to the U S right. 
I'm just saying it's, you know, it, it's, it's, it's always like the Jamaican is the killer. Like, and I, I get it. We all watch shotters and belly and shit. Nah, I ain't saying they don't do play. They, they ain't putting in work, but I'm just like, Hmm. You know? Okay. Now I'm just catching on the Walter Goggins comments. I'm so fucking behind. What is that? Yeah. Give it here. B I ain't play. Give me the goddamn play too much. Sandra dumped her Nazi boyfriend. I, I get all that, but that is, that is, does that, I mean, still, still like you, that's not good enough. That, that's no excuse. Like you, you're making it seem like it makes everything okay. And it's like, nah, that ain't, you know, she is German after all. So let's not play that fucking game. Okay. He said, we talking about Joe Rogan. <laughs> ah, shit. Y'all hell in these comments. I'm so sorry, y'all. I like the new Jeffrey's event. No, Jeffrey's dope. Jeffrey's dope. And maybe he should be the trigger man. Maybe it's, I guess it's a cool thing that he's a trigger man. That's the only, only legitimate knock I have against him. And the second, I guess the second minor issue you've never seen with a woman. Okay. Just keep in mind. You never see Jeffrey with the woman. Okay. I'm not saying it's important, but I'm just saying. Hatefully, it was trash. What? It's one of my favorite movies, man. I love that fucking movie. Okay. I like the first episode so much. I subscribed to Peacock. Okay, okay, okay. I'm almost caught up, y'all. I'm almost caught up. Carlton's hit. See, I'm not going in with you, Just Sandy. Not going to do it to you with you tonight. Not going to do this tonight. Okay, not gonna do this. You think they made Uncle Phil weaker than he was in the original? Interesting point. Interesting point. Okay. All right. So let me let me get into Unviv. Should I do Unviv? Um. Oh, my my bad. Trina just now seeing this. My bad. Um. Grew up with Walter Goggins. He's been a crap talker. I could see that. I could see that. I still like, I think he's a phenomenal actor, but yeah, it's just one of those. It's like, man, you've seen that shit a little too, a little too good. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He's not a hit man, but he's a head of security and a security network that spans across the nation. Looks out for Bruh, at the end of the day, he's still a trigger man. So, okay, we can, we can, we can speculate. He learned how to kill in Kingston and refine his skills in Britain. Is that fair enough? Come on, man. You're doing too much. <laughs> God, easy to black captain. 
Oh, is that who who uh, played the uh, Rashad Denton? Black. Okay, I got you, got you, got you. I'm like, who the fuck is Easy? Okay. No, I fucks with Jeffrey. I'm just saying. That's the only knock I could find off of him. Now, if I don't see a woman with him before the season is over, all right, I'll be back here saying this is some bullshit. Jeffrey is the handler. Mm. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Cool. We weren't talking about cool runnings. We're talking about shadows and belly. Okay. Do they not kill in Jamaica? Of course they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cooking niggas like oxtail. Fuck, y'all killing me right now. Y'all killing me right now. Yeah, Jeffrey is the house manager. I guess you hate the movie Shadows. You nigga, you must be new. When the fuck? Okay. So, let me let me help this nigga out right here. Okay. Let me give y'all some backstory real quick. Okay. So I wish I could make this thing stay longer, but so this guy here, he wants some attention. Let me give him some attention. So the guy that, um, directed and made the movie, right? He did it. He has a TV series pilot based off Shadas. It's called Shadas family. Okay. I still have the trailer like literally on my desktop. Okay. So my uncle is cool with Sesh. His name is Sesh. My uncle's cool with him. So they've already shot three episodes to shop around for the Shadas TV show. So guess who gets a producer's credit when the show gets picked up? You dumb fuck. So for Nasty Noop, you dumb fuck. Guess who gets, guess who gets a producer's credit when they eventually pick up Shadas Family, the TV series? You dumb fuck. Someone get his bitch ass the fuck out of my chat. Boot this goofy nigga off my fucking chat. Okay. Okay, wait. I like the original Jeffrey, especially when he cheated in the Olympics and had to run to America to escape disgrace from his native country. All right, I'm sorry. I'm almost caught up. Dynamics, where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Let me see. Uh, the original Jeffrey was a hitter too. He knew Kung Fu. You never saw his son again after that episode. Jeffrey said, fuck it. <laughs> ah, shit. Okay. Yes, Yellow Jackets is a wild show. It's a, ma- it's a wild show. Okay, I'm almost caught up. The man can't help. Can I help how he looks? Man, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. Yes, he sure does. He is. He is will like incarnate. He sure is. Capri Suns. Capri. I hate y'all. I hate y'all, motherfuckers. I hate y'all. All right, here we go. Let's do Unviv. Let's do Unviv because I'm going to set up my my overall ending premise as to once again, black men, doesn't matter what the fuck you do. 
they're gonna shit on you they're gonna shit they're always going to shit on you always 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 okay so let's do on viv Aunt Viv, she's Divine Nine. I, I think she's, I don't want to say she's Sigma Gamma Rho. I think she's something else, but she's Divine Nine, right? Um, former painter. She was an artist. She was into painting. And she kind of put that to the side to help uh, fill, support Phil and raise kids. Okay. Now, this is the one thing I never understood. Okay. So, and, and they play out in this episode. The man never told her to stop doing what she wanted to do but this whole time during during their fucking marriage she harbored resentment towards phil because in her mind he never flat out told her hey babe keep doing what you do i want you to go back to doing your painting he you know what i'm saying so this they've been, they've been married for how many years and all this time she's been harboring this ill resentment towards him because she feels he made her put her her painting to the backside. We're going to get to the painting part. Okay. She's the fine nine, um, picture perfect wife. Right. But there's one problem that I, I, I knew something was, was off because, uh, the latest episode, they're talking about the campaign funds. Uh, Dwayne Martin is his campaign manager. I forget the name's character. He says, he, he tells Phil they're out there. They're all in the, in the room. He's like, yeah, we got to put some more money into the campaign. She's like, well, how much more money is, is, is it going to take? How much more money? And his dumbass says, well, do you want me to put the money back? He already transferred the money out for the campaign. It's his, mind you, it's his campaign. Okay. This is why I don't like how the, 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 the script writing, but then the script writing tells you that Hollywood notices there is a schism between black men and black women. Listen to what I'm saying. Even Hollywood knows there's a deep schism between black men and black women. All right. So she's mad at Phil for taking money out of. Now here's the account part. He, he said, he says, well, it was, I took it out of my account. I didn't think you mind. What do you mean? My account. It's our account. Right. First sign of a crack in that marriage. She says, what do you mean my account? It's our account. Mind you, this is the man that provides you a life of luxury to where you don't have to do anything you don't have to do. And yet and still, it's not his, it's ours. But y'all going to be sitting here like, well, it's a marriage. It's both of y'all's. No. He's a primary breadwinner. It's his account. It's his money. He allows you access to what he's built and created. This hour's shit means nothing if you put nothing in. You raise some kids. That's great. Kudos. I'm gonna I'm going off on a tangent right now. Okay. So she shames him, berates him, makes him feel bad for not checking in with her to spend money, the money that he's accrued, to put money into his campaign so he can so he can help him win the race for DA. Now, so then we get into the second part of the issue that I, I have with Viv. All right. Um, so Michael Ely is, is, is the, uh, <laughs> he's the art gallery owner, director, whatever the fuck he does. He has a network of art and he's like, Oh my God, Viv, you're, you're, 
she, he's he's reawakened her passion for painting. Now her friends are all like, girl, why'd you stop painting? We love your paintings. Go back to paint, go back to paint, paint, paint. So her friends have been telling her to go back to paint. Not till this nigga shows up, the light-skinned nigga shows up. I love your painting. It's so wild and vivid. And I feel it speaks to me. So the light-skinned nigga with the green eyes says, get back to painting. You, you start painting. When your girlfriends be like, girl, you need to start painting again. Oh, girl, you know what? You know what? Feeling this campaign, bitch. <sighs> Even Hollywood knows this. Takes notice. Okay? <laughs> Even Hollywood takes notice. So now, <laughs> of course, it feels like, hey, this, uh, oh, so there's, he sets, he sets up a, uh, he makes a deal with Viv. He tells Viv, if you're, if your painting sells for $20,000, you know, there's a, there's a wager. Like if it doesn't sell, no, if it sells, he has to work with her in his gallery. Start, go back to start painting. If it doesn't, no, no harm, no foul, whatever the case may be. So this grimy ass nigga, he, he, he does a silent bid. He puts down $15,000 to ensure that she works with him. If he wins the bet, if she sells over 15,000, if one of her paints goes for 15 grand. So it feels like chilling. He looks at the silent bit. He's like, he puts down $20,000. So Phil ends up winning, buying up the painting within the, within the silent bid. Right. Right. Okay. That's crack number two in this marriage. So then feels like, Hey, I need you to, uh, there's a housewarming thing. Everybody's at the house. Right. I forget what the event. Oh, it's, it's for Lisa's dead mother. So then the, the Michael Ely, the character, the art guy shows up. So he catches Viv in the, in her old painting room by herself. And he starts trying to woo her and all oh, your paintings, your paintings, your paintings, your paintings, your paintings, you know, I'm gonna be in San Diego. I need you to, uh, I want you to come down and, you know, meet with the people. I can get you in the magazine. She's like, Oh my God. <laughs> so then Phil walks in. He's like, Oh, who, who, who's your friend? Now, listen, this couldn't be me. You know why? Because I would put hands on everybody in that room. That's just me. I'm violent. So um, this couldn't be me. Okay. I, I, Viv, Viv would have a black eye. Light-skinned nigga would have a black eye. That's how I handle things. Okay. I'm throwing some shit. I'm going to fuck somebody up. Anywho, he's like, oh, who's your, who's your new friend? Oh, oh, um, um, this is such and such. He went to art gallery and, you know, looking at my paintings. Okay, okay, okay. Well, you know, y'all can go ahead and go. I'll take care of this. He's like, well, I'm, I'll take her painting down. So he said, no, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. So Uncle Phil clears out the room, whatever. So then Phil goes to Jeffrey. He says, hey, I need you to look up this guy for me. Just look him up for me. Okay. <laughs> Moments later, whatever. I think it's a couple scenes later, whatever the case may be. Jeffrey comes back with the, with the, the file, the dossier on, um, the art guy. So he's a scammer and he likes to scam uh, married women and lead them in near financial ruin. So he, so, and then he discovered that Viv had secretly agreed to go down to San Diego without her husband's permission or knowledge because Vivian is still mad that Phil took money out of his account for his fucking campaign. Okay. 
So to get this man back, she goes down to San Diego, not letting her husband know where she is for whatever reason, because she's mad at Phil because Phil took money out of their account for his fucking campaign. All right. Okay. So Phil finds this out. He, find, he sees the itinerary. Phil shows up. Right. Phil shows up. He's like, oh my God, I didn't think. He's like, well, you know what, babe? You know, I, I'm taking a break. I cancel all my meetings. I, I, I'm taking a break from the campaign trail to come down here to, to, to support you and your painting endeavors. So there's this friction between all three of them. So then later on that night, um, I forget what, what Phil said to piss off Vivian. Vivian walks off. Now listen, this couldn't be me because I'd have been snatched the bitch up. I'm like, bitch, I will end you in front of everybody. See that, once again, I know this is Hollywood. I know this is play, play. But situation like, th- like this, I, I, w- I would fail miserably. I would snatch this motherfucker up by the nape of her neck and, 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 and dare anybody to stop me. But that's me. Anywho. So come to find out, they're, they're, they go back to the hotel room. She's all, oh, she's pissy. She pours a drink and he's like, well, I don't understand what's the problem. What's the problem, Viv? And then once again, catered to her trying to figure out what the fuck her, her, her real issue is. So all this time, she resents Phil for her not continuing on with her painting. And he says, I never told you to stop painting. I never told you to stop. You'd stopped. You wanted to have kids. You wanted to do this and that. I never told you to stop painting. So they never worked the beef out. So she still goes back with the nigga talking about we're going to work further together against her husband's wishes. Now, which ties into my point with Uncle Phil. Once again, Hollywood is listening to y'all, us. Okay. Hollywood understands there's a deep, deep schism between black man and black woman. Hollywood knows, ladies, you don't hold black men in high regard. This is really good. What is this? Pacific Cooler. Okay. Hollywood has spies everywhere. Okay. So when you goofy motherfuckers are on these panels for five, six, seven, eight hours, bashing each other over their heads with chairs and shit. Hollywood's taking notes and they're like, wow, these black people really don't like each other. This is going to make some, this will make great material. This is, is going to make great material. Okay. So we go to uncle Phil, uncle Phil's get out the mud type of guy, same way, same backstory, uh, in the comedy. Yamakra, right? He went to school. He became a lawyer. He's a, he's divine nine. He somehow accrued a lot of money. Somehow he accrued a lot of money because the house they live in is stupid expensive. And the word on the street is it's dirty money, right? They, the knock against uncle Phil is because he's so rich and so wealthy that he's, he's just too detached from the black diaspora, 
which is why he was having trouble in his campaign run early with the regular black folk, which is why he sent Carlton and Will to garner votes for his campaign. So it was during that hangout that Carlton realized how far detached he was from regular black folk. So obviously you have two schisms. You have two ends of, of duality. Will's the hood dude. He's would he be a, would he would, 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 would Will be uh, considered a pookie? Would Carlton be considered an educated lame? Whatever the case may be. Okay. Two halves of the same hole from different opposite spectrums of the black diaspora. All right. So they kind of learn from each other. Same way in the comedy. All right. So Uncle Phil, uh, everybody is like, yo, your money. So everyone is pocket watching Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil can't really win for losing. He's for the people. He just, you know, somehow afforded him a stupid, expensive lifestyle. And um, he wants to run for DA. He He's for the people. He's not a corrupt judge. He's, he's I mean, a corrupt guy. He's, he's actually for the people. But, 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 Uncle Phil is viewed as, once again, the fi- financial mule that most black men that provide for their families are viewed a- as. Hollywood is listening. Hollywood's taking notes. You guys are giving Hollywood the material for this type of shit. I should not have to watch this TV show where this up where this this uppity black woman just outrightly disrespects her husband, her uber wealthy black husband, and run off with another man for art. There's a spiel where Vivian says he makes me he makes me feel alive about my art. My art, when he he's when he loves my art, it makes me feel alive. Like bitch, what? So because you know how it is, everybody, when they get the new boo, the new boo starts telling them shit, and somehow it sounds different because it's coming from the new boo. But when the old boo tells you, "Hey, you look awesome. I love what you're doing. Keep at it. You're doing a great job." No, the new nigga, the, the new chick, you know, it it hits a little different. For whatever reason. <laughs> All right. So that is, we're currently up to episode seven. And I'm not sure how many episodes are in this season. It's got to be maybe two or three more. Um, once again, there's enough issues with this show. I'm not going to nitpick this show. Are they big over glaring issues? Uh, that depends on what your tolerance level is. I'm going to keep watching this show. I'm not stupid. I know what it is. I get it. I still would recommend to watch this show. Okay. Um, <laughs> the Green Eye Bandit. Unviv ain't got nothing to do to complain. Exactly. Exactly. Don't tell me she started. No. Well, you know what? Once again, if you, latest episode, she doesn't say she's going to go work with him, continue work with him. So, you know. <laughs> It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm like skin number fifty. So yeah, um, that is the current. Um, now nah, maybe I should change this title. Maybe not throw Bel Air in the trash. Um, I, I I should change that up. Now I'm not gonna throw Bel Air in the trash, but I'm gonna say never trust Hollywood. Okay. Never trust Hollywood. 
like I said, we were all rooting for this show. First episode, first four episodes in, and then the bullshit came in, and now the bullshit is here. Um, you know. So. <laughs> So yeah, those are my only real gripes with the characters. Every character is not perfect. And I'm sure, you know, they're all written that way for a reason. But once again, um, listen, I'm not trying to go on a rant, right? But Hollywood, even Hollywood knows the breadwinner. If he's the black man, he gets no respect. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like they, the family treats uncle Phil like, you know, they tolerate him. They don't celebrate this man. Like no one's interested in him on his campaign trail. No one's interested in helping him, you know, go out and deal with the people. Like, it's just like, ah, dad, fuck. Do we got to help you become DA? I mean, do we really have to, you know, it's that it's, they, they tolerate uncle Phil. I don't like that. But once again, you goofballs on YouTube, y'all give Hollywood this material to take back and run with. And then I have guys like me have to be like, what the fuck? It comes from somewhere, you know? Right. The very campaign that would help consolidate power and make more money. Exactly. Make it make sense, bro. Make it make sense. Um, in Viv's defense, she can't go anywhere without Phil and Jeffrey knowing. Okay. And what's your point? Uh, you, you can't be married talking this shit to me. Tavares, you cannot be married. Hold up. You said in Viv's defense, that was your first mistake. <laughs> you said she can't go anywhere without Phil and Jeffrey knowing. You clearly are not married. Any married man or, or, or husband will tell you each other knows where each other is going to be at pretty much every hour minute of the day whether they want to know it or not that sir that's um that's a poor comment that's a poor comment i need you to do better do better okay joseph thank you for the super chat you say sir uh okay i appreciate that thank you bro listen I, that, that's not cap like she but yeah I got a bad side to me I, I got a bad side to me there's only so much I would I would I would tolerate that's from any if you're my woman right if I put you in a position where you don't have to you know women have selective <laughs> yes y'all do hey wait 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 <laughs> That that one woman that was on a TLA panel trying to talk about uh, old girls like she needs ministry. Look, listen, when you talk bad about women, this is what women do. Do not talk bad about black women. You know what they're going to do? They're going to form up and do this. Hey, wait. Wait, when when motherfuckers be online, right, and they, and they talk about about black women, and they and, and and all the black women all around the world, all all across the country, right? They they hear they hear the sign. They like. <laughs> 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 
black women stay on code on code okay <laughs> all you little big nates and you bernard rileys and shit y'all are not you guys are not changing the scope you're not changing the climate you're not changing the, co- the, the, the culture obsidian all you goofball ass niggas every time y'all talk about black back bad about black women you know what they do <laughs> Renzo Belair Carlton looks exactly like Kermit. What was the first episode? The first scene in power, second scene in power after they're in a club. Right? Exactly, Black Trunks. The second scene in power is Tasha playing with herself in front of her driver when he's driving her home. The same driver that Ghost took on, the Kanan's son. Kanan took this boy in under his wing, provided him with job and security, you know? And his wife is playing with her pussy in front of him on the way home. Hollywood is listening, people. Okay? All right. Yo, like I said, I think you will find enough things okay with it to trump the things that's wrong with it. You know, if I had to if you give me a score out of 10, 6.5 out of 10, I'll, I'll even say seven out of 10. Okay. So that's, that is my opinion. Shows too cringe. Uncle Phil needs to put his foot down. <laughs> You know, she's doing what the old dark skin on Viv was fighting for. Mmm. Mmm. Interesting. Interesting. You trying to say on Viv belonged to the streets? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna get up out of here. Uh thank everybody for hanging out and uh yeah, thanks. Thank you, everybody that donated. Like I said, once again, watch it for yourself. Don't take my word for it. I, I'm not exactly. You're not married. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you for proving my point. Because no married man would say no shit like that. Every married man knows what the fuck his wife is going to be, even if he doesn't want to. Right? She gets mad because I don't ask where she's going. She tells me, why the fuck don't you care where I'm going? Okay, I get those type of conversations. I get cussed out because I didn't ask where the fuck she was going. All right. That was a single. Yes, a single person comment. Exactly. Exactly. I can't stand y'all. I can't stand y'all. I can't stand y'all. That's right. Black women know formation. <laughs> they know what to do. They know what to do. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm gonna get out of here. Thank y'all for hanging out. <laughs> Y'all have a good night, peace.